and we're live. <laughs> we are live from Amsterdam. <laughs> live, uh, reported on the field. We're recording from my hotel room. Mm-hmm. Not my Airbnb, my hotel room. Not, oh God. <laughs> yeah, that's going <laughs> to be a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are like in the same physical room. This is pretty new. Well, actually, we've done this, what, twice? Third time? We did it once in San Francisco at the spec thing. Yeah. And then we did one in Portugal. Right. And, and then think, this is our third time. Yeah, third time. Uh we're we're sitting in this hotel room. Uh and how would you describe the interior design here? <laughs> uh random, I would say. <laughs> so over the bed there's there's two um two frames. Uh <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> What, what was the idea behind this? I'm taking a um, picture. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. There's stock images of just random people. There's, there's like a guy <laughs> in a business suit holding up what seems like a... They're doing a lot of like business. Doing it's some serious business. Serious business. <laughs> and then there's on the, the other one, there's these three women smiling at the camera, <laughs> staring at us right now. It is so weird. I also they all they also mean business. They all mean business. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that's missing is like the iStock photo logo in the middle of them, <laughs> like a watermark yeah. somewhere. You know when when people do that and they just take the image, but they just don't care about the copyright mm-hmm. for iStock photo. So you just mm-hmm. have iStock photo on top of the image. Mm-hmm. I think someone did that for one of their slides at the conference. To, uh, yesterday. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. I remember which which one was it. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, yeah, my room is also random. I don't have business people. I have, so there's two paintings or whatever, not a painting, two pictures. One is a, a random baby laughing, uh, looking at the camera. And on the other one, right next to it, is a family with a baby. But it's a different baby. So it's like, it's like a different family? <laughs> not sure. It doesn't matter. Anyway, we're in Amsterdam. Uh, we're here for the Framer Loop conference uh, that happened. Uh, organized by Framer people. <laughs> um, it's your first time in Amsterdam, isn't it? First time ever. Yeah. Boom. Boom. It's How are really you? Cool. I haven't had much time to explore other than just like walking around the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's been great so far. I love the bikes everywhere. It's very charming. Yeah. I, I really like the city. Yeah. So, no, super nice. Uh, been hanging out with obviously so many people with the conference. It's just mm-hmm. been really awesome. Um, and yeah, so the conference is technically not over today uh, is a workshop day yeah um and our workshop is this podcast uh-huh. <laughs> actually we should like invite people like to this hotel room and, like hey uh this is a workshop this is a podcasting right. workshop look at it like look at us recording this is how you do it uh, professional podcast yeah in charge like 500 dollars <laughs> um also uh, because we're in the same room because this is a hotel room uh like disclaimer i don't know how the sound quality of this podcast episode is going to come out so you may hear random stuff like i'm hearing right now you may hear cleaning uh people trying to get in the room uh i don't know i don't know what's going to happen like this is very laid back imagine that you're in no that would be weird if you're like everyone was in the same hotel room is it imagine (laughs) that you know we're in you're in a cafe or whatever and we're just having a chat like an informal conversation between friends imagine that i like how you say cafe not coffee shop because it's different is it those are, those are different things i know but normally i always say just say coffee shop and here mm-hmm. i've i've realized that those are different things <laughs> yeah they are different things uh we don't have a, like, coffee shops are kind of a new thing for uh most of europe i right. would say like for the past 10 years we started to have coffee shops mm. even starbucks is like still new ish in some countries huh. so that concept is like it's new have cafes because we're fancier because uh, Europe. <laughs> so fancy. <laughs> <laughs> um, what time is it? What time is it? Yeah. Uh, now it's two p.m. You didn't even look at your new watch. Oh shit! Oh man, I totally missed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so way over my head. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to make a segue, but I guess that didn't. Work. Sorry, I ruined it. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not good at this. Yeah. Uh, oh, we uh, we got um. So this morning, uh, we're recording this uh, Friday, uh, September twenty first. Uh, I think uh, this is like launch day of the new iPhone and Apple watch. And so this morning we were planning to, as we, I think we mentioned on the, on the latest show, 
we we were planning to go to the Apple Store, the local Apple Store, uh, to try and get a new watch. Maybe who knows? At least like see, to, like try out the new iPhones and stuff. Um, so we did. So we we're like, all right, let's meet it in the lobby at like nine a.m. We can grab breakfast and then meet at the Apple Store at ten. Uh, turns out, like as I was like waiting uh, for Kevin to come out, uh, <laughs> ready to throw me under the bus. <laughs> all right, all right. No, for, no, no shade, record, no shade. For the record, yesterday I was the one waiting for you. That is very true. It's fair. I think you did it on purpose. Like, no, let him wait now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just kidding. No, so it totally wasn't that. Like, I got in super late last night and I was so tired. <laughs> didn't want to wake up. Totally wasn't that. Yeah. Well, Definitely on purpose. But so, uh, it turns out, like, for this, uh, I guess, for lunch day, like, a special occasion, today, the Apple store opened at 8 instead of 10, which meant, like, we were already way late. Um, you mean 10 or X? <laughs> X a.m. <laughs> well, like, in Amsterdam, <laughs> triple X a.m. <laughs> yes. Um, so, anyway, when we got there, like, I, I had very little confidence that I would still be able to get, like, an Apple Watch. Because it's been, you know, it's been two hours since the store was open. There's always, like, limited stock. The line was surprisingly short when we got there, too. It was. Well, I guess because it has been two hours. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, the, so we managed to, I managed to, to, to buy one. I bought, like, uh, the black, the space gray, the aluminum one. Uh, and I have it. I haven't, like, I, literally, I set it up, like, an hour ago, maybe. I haven't played with it, but um, it's, uh, it has a big screen. It's cool. It's yeah. Thin. Looks nice. On the last show, we talked about the rounded edges, mm-hmm. and I felt like in a lot of the screenshots, I was like, oh my god, this is really rounded. And seeing it in person, I completely come around to the rounded edges <laughs> on the display. Um, the old watch looks so old to me now. <laughs> it's just like not even... Um, and when we, we got to the store, um, one of the Apple employees was uh, still in training. <laughs> So yeah, first uh, day it was her first yeah, day. It was very first day, iPhone launch day. This is not a bad way to start. Uh, and she was very nice. Uh, but then she took us to see the watches and then showed us uh, series three watches. I was like, "Are you sure that these are the new ones? <laughs> they look very similar." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh no, okay." Um, yeah, I think it looks awesome. I also feel like the uh, black aluminum, like the one you got, looks amazing. Like I feel like it's the best it's looked. Boom. ever um and i like i tried it on i was like i i don't know if i'm gonna regret my choice like i actually really like it so i don't know i don't know uh so we didn't get a chance to see the aluminum one the i mean the stainless steel ones because yeah. they don't sell it here same thing in portugal like if your country doesn't support cellular they also don't sell the stainless steel because you can't buy a non-cellular stainless steel yeah that's kind of unfortunate a little bit yeah yeah and so even if i had the option and i was uh, i thought initially uh, initially i thought that i had the option i was like i think day to day uh the the stainless steel looks better it looks fancier it looks nicer uh so i prefer it like if you can afford one like if it's fine i think i think it's a better option the only exception is if you use it a lot for activity for sports right if you go out running mm-hmm. if you go to the gym yeah it looks awkward to be like running or like in the gym with a shiny stainless steel watch yeah even the band you have there i forget i don't know what the name of it is it's a, the nike sport loop yeah uh, and you have the, the cool orange, like red one. red yeah um i i think this band looks it looks awesome like it's i feel like it's one of the nicest bands it doesn't look good with a stainless steel yeah. watch. Like it just yeah, doesn't. It's not a good mix. Um so yeah. I think you have to kinda pick and choose the style you want. Yeah. What kind of lifestyle do you have, right? <laughs> Honestly, no, that's right. Like do you do you prefer you, like a are you, fancier are you more I don't run enough <laughs> to deserve uh, an aluminum watch? I think you you're uh, fancier than I am. Like uh, I maybe I dress a bit more sporty than you do, maybe. I think that's fair. I don't know. I think Maybe. that's fair. I don't know. And, and I, yeah, I do run more than you. <laughs> no question about that. Speaking of which, you still have to uh, do your 20K. Yeah, so I looped in a few people. So uh, Ricardo, okay. uh, friend of the show. Oh, cool. Uh, we have it, updates? Yeah, so he will uh, be running with me. Oh, that's awesome. He has, apparently has like a thing, so he can kind of sort of run. Um, oh. Which I, it may or may not be a good thing for him. <laughs> 
his long-term health but um he loves just loves running and so he's gonna come with me um and then i have another friend of mine uh shelly who's uh also kind of jumped in and uh wants to go on a run with me so that's awesome have, see yeah i have lucky. friends uh to go help, I have help me and make sure that i actually do it um so stay tuned for that still in amsterdam so obviously uh we weren't gonna try to do running here because we're just right. so busy but when i'm back we're gonna we're awesome. gonna get that new watch and then i'm gonna go running see you got friends to that volunteer to be air quotes punished i know right same as you <laughs> speaks well, for the kind of punishment that is but <laughs> yes well they're better people than i am <laughs> all right i guess that's follow-up i guess on the watch and on the running yeah um, i guess um update on my watch uh so i woke up at 3 a.m to pre-order my watch um and i ordered the stainless steel version with cellular because you have no choice, mm-hmm. right? So that was easy for mm-hmm. me. <laughs> I wasn't sure which one I wanted, like if I wanted to get cellular again or not. Uh, and I was like, well, that decision's been made. Um, so I ordered that. Uh, but I, I got a call yesterday from Apple. Um, this very nice woman, uh, which was apparently like higher up. She's like a manager mm-hmm. uh, who called me to tell me that I may or may not get my watch today on launch day. <laughs> It was like, very nice of them. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. Honestly, like I was so perplexed. I was mm-hmm. like, "Why are you calling me?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it it's just so weird. Like it just felt like she wanted to tell me, and she was like, "Is it okay?" I'm like, "But do, like, is there? Do I have any option? Yeah, is there any no, option? not okay. Like, okay, I'll go yeah, personally. Kind of like, go to your <laughs> yeah. It was kind of like, well, we apologize, and we hope you don't mind, and you're fine with it. Do you right. have any questions? <laughs> I was like, well. <laughs> There's not much I can do about this. And to be fair, I honestly really didn't care because I'm not even going to be home until like Wednesday mm-hmm. <laughs> of yeah. next week. So uh, regardless, I'll have it when, whenever I get home. Well, not on my watch. <laughs> Ding. I don't have a bell. Um, okay. Let's be a follow up on the Apple Watch Dingus thing. I said that I ordered the Nike edition in the the... Like, I was going to get it October 2nd. That's the earliest I got. And I thought it was because I was too slow on launch day to, to order my watch uh, because I had to use, the like, a browser, so not the app. And so it took me, like, a good 10 minutes before I was able to get in and mm. place my order. And I thought, ah, dang it, I screwed this. Like, I'm not getting it on launch day. Uh, apparently, I think it's safe to say that all Nike Plus uh, it, models, editions, are going to be released like later, so yeah. in October. Like even today at the Apple Store, of course they didn't have any uh, Nike uh, watch, uh, but they also didn't have any bands. Like even the yeah. Nike Sports uh, whatever band, they don't even have those. So I, it's, I think it's safe to say that all of those are going to be shipped a bit later. Yeah, I think the real unfortunate thing is the app doesn't even work on the new watch. That's right. Oh, look at that! I forgot to mute this. Uh, and hey, real time follow up. I just got a notification that Deborah, my my fiance, she got her watch. Nice. <laughs> anyway, that's a lot of uh, watch talk. Uh, we should we should move on and talk about a framer loop. Talk about this conference. It is. Uh, I guess my opening statement was, I was really looking forward to this uh, conference because it felt like for the first time, honestly, this felt like the first conference uh, in Europe in where I felt like a lot of my friends, my Twitter friends, were going to be here. Yeah. And that was very exciting to me because usually for us in Europe, like we're used to having to go to San Francisco to, for all like these mm. gatherings, all these meetups, like WWDC week and all that stuff. That's where we meet the internet, <laughs> right? Um, so it felt nice for a change to have people coming over like to our home, even though I'm not from Amsterdam, but like Europe is the same thing. Like it, it felt, it felt, it felt nice. I, I like that. And, and I was really looking forward to meet a lot of people. And that's, that was my main reason why I wanted to come, was to meet the internet um, and meet all my friends uh, and not have to wait until WWDC or whatever. Yeah, same for me. Um, like the more I've been to conferences, the more I realize that like, you can go to a conference for the content, like what's going to be in the talks. Um, but re- realistically, most of these talks are going to be available on YouTube after anyways. And you can watch the content of the talks. So what you're really going with is like uh, the reason why you're going is 
to get inspired and to meet the people that are also attending right. the conference. Um, so, and honestly, for that, the Framer Conference was perfect. Like the mm -hmm. the density of amazing people at this conference was so high, so mm -hmm. so high. Um, and it was super cool that I got to see a lot of people that like I've either met in previous conferences or friends. Uh, and we got to hang out, everyone together, like people from all around the world. Um, so it was like a really nice kind of meeting point and just nerding out about design, kind of catching up with everyone. It's been really fun. Totally agree. And if you're listening to this, and you're like, well, I even looked at at like the the website. Maybe I pawned, like I I thought about maybe going, but it was just too expensive. The tickets and all, because the conference tickets they're very expensive. Yeah, but that's like. <laughs> I would say probably more than 90% of people who come to this conference, like usually the company that they work for pays for this. Uh, I know that's true for my case. I think it's true for your case as well. Yeah. Um, like our company's paid for, for us to come. And, and it's like, uh, sometimes at, like at your company, you might think like it's a hard sell. Like, like you said, most of these talks, the content are going to be available online after somewhere. Um, but I, I think that's not why people come here. Like, like you said, right. So, Companies like the pitch you have to basically the pitch you have to give your boss to, to try maybe next year try to come here is like you're gonna build amazing relations uh, like a relationship with with people in the industry uh, if your company is hiring this is also always a great opportunity yeah. to talk to designers talk to people see you know uh, pitch your companies see if you can hire people from here uh, and and also for morale I think honestly that's because people want to come and they enjoy this and like it's a nice way to just keep people excited and and pumped and uh yeah so yeah i think one thing that was impressive to me is how good of a conference this was for so, like people who have run a conference for the very first time yeah amazing it's yeah it's crazy like it's very well organized everything and they they had like so many uh, parties and like ways of socializing. I really like how they did the breaks in between, like some mm -hmm. of the talks, kind of give people some time to kind of like chill out and like if you want to go outside and relax and then come back. Right. Uh, the venue was incredible. The venue is amazing. Yeah. This is the 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 whole thing. I know this is a you know a design conference, but the venue is like it was made for designers. Oh yeah. Like the aesthetics. Yeah. The venue, the place, like the. It felt the... very framer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It, it, you know what? The more I come down here to Amsterdam, the more I feel like what I would associate as being like framer aesthetic and framer style, mm -hmm. it's just Amsterdam right. style. Like everything here looks so sharp they have and like. No merit. They just <laughs> happen to be born here. Yeah. Well, I could do that if I live here, <laughs> framer. Uh, just kidding. Uh, but it's like on point. This is this is very much a conference made by designers for designers like they yeah. cared about the stuff that we usually care that most people usually don't care um and like this effectively was a one day conference like you only had like the conference itself it was this one day um you had uh, today the the second day is just workshops um but they had like uh, parties effectively the night before so like the opening party you had, which was great. It was like at the top floor of this hotel, the Sir Adam Hotel, which is like super fancy, yeah. super like, it's just amazing. It was a really cool venue. Um, then you have a party in a boat, like a, a thing, like a canal, like a boat tour. Yeah, thing? that was very Amsterdam. It was like, it was a very local experience. Yeah. Um, but then, and then an after party. like, <laughs> And then even today, there's another party. Like, right. you won't be bored, honestly. Personally, it's like I I can go to every single party every time. Uh, I had to like take a break because socially it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I feel like I've spent my social budget <laughs> for the in, like, in like one day, <laughs> right? Uh, well, it's more like two days, but uh, yeah. So it's been like a lot of being around large groups of people, which has been really intense. Um, but also, you know, I want to make an effort because it's we don't get to do this every I know, day, right? I know. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, like I'm I was actually happy today that we kind of you and I got to do some other stuff mm -hmm. uh, and then we'll be able to like catch up with people at the at the last closing party tonight. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, that should be fun. Um, what did you think of the talks? I really liked the talks. They were uh, like like you mentioned, the format. Uh, like all talks were were twenty minutes long mm-hmm. tops. I think I feel like so rather short talks. Um, and you always had a break, like you mentioned. Always had like two talks a break, two talks a break. So it was even though it was very dense, like it was it was like how many talks? Like six or eight talks or whatever. One, two, three, four, eight, five, six, eight. Yeah. seven, eight. Eight talks. That's a lot of content. Yeah. Uh, with a bunch of breaks and a lunch break in the middle and all. Like it was very condensed, but it was still like manageable. I I felt like sure I was a bit tired by the end, but like still I was entertained and I was. I enjoyed it. I think it was a nice format. Mm-hmm. Um, the talks itself, they were like great. There were like some that I preferred over the others, of course. But uh, I feel like my favorite were uh, definitely like Linda Dong's and Meili's yeah. talk. Um, amazing, amazing talks. Uh, but I, th- I think like there was a talk for everyone, right? Absolutely. Because um, yeah. it was interesting, like even at the end, just like talking to people that, that were there uh, and were just like commenting on the talks maybe like my least favorite talks it was like someone else's favorite talk yeah. right which was great it felt like it was a very balanced uh lineup of speakers and content uh so i feel like there was something for everyone yeah i really did find that everyone i talked to had different favorites right which is great uh, other right? than you and i which <laughs> yeah we were pretty much <laughs> Un- on, the same, on the same page <laughs> pretty right. much agree on our favorite talks um yeah I especially liked Mei Lee's talk, uh, mm-hmm. and I had seen her speak before, uh, and it was, again, a really great talk. Um, but one thing that was interesting in her talk is she kind of, like, broke down how to dance. <laughs> it's hard to explain, but she basically, like, analyzed sort of the math behind dance and the mm-hmm. way your body moves and kind of, like, taught us about that. And I felt like, one, I've never seen that at a design conference. Uh, and then two, I just find it so cool that I think it's just probably part of Maylee's personality of really like going in deep in any kind of aspects in mm-hmm. her life. Like the same way she's been able to go really deep in design and prototyping and create these incredible experiences. Um, even in like other spheres of her life, she's also really deep in that sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like she was kind of able to share that kind of that that way of seeing things uh, to me. And now I'm like, huh, like what are other things like that I feel like I don't know much about that I should should dive into, you know? And all of that dance segment was triggered by uh, a story that she was telling, like internally when she was uh, at Apple. Uh, you know, when you press and hold on the an app icon on the home screen on the iPhone, like they all jiggle um, that mode. Uh, like internally some apple employees were calling that the hula yeah. hula dance mode and she was like no 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 this is not hula dance yeah. because the hula dance movement is very different and like she broke it down what makes a hula dance movement all types of different variants on the dance and like that's that's how it started and she made everyone in that venue stand up and dance yeah <laughs> amazing and, yeah and I, I don't know if you noticed that at the end but after the dance uh she was like okay what happens if we made the icons actually do hula right yeah um, <laughs> and that was just super cool it's kind of like i i feel like a lot of these interactions um we kind of take them for granted and we're like oh yeah like that's the only way you could possibly do them I, uh, I was like, well, maybe not, you know? Maybe yeah. there is a different way. I don't think Hula was the, the best uh, one in this it's scenario. It's too but, slow. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it, uh, it, it was super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything other on the speakers itself and the content? Uh, by the way, I think, I don't know this. I didn't ask. But I assume that eventually, um, like, they recorded video of these of these talks. The, like, there were camera people everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And by the way, the the venue uh, where the thing took place, like the uh, film museum, is like in a theater. So like, if this thing at the film uh, film museum at a theater is not filmed <laughs> and put online, I feel like something went wrong. So uh, I assume and I expect uh, these videos to be up uh, soonish. Let everyone know. I um, think it was pretty cool to see um, the work of Christopher Brady. Um, 
he worked on uh, motion animations for like Black Panther, um, and he showed another one. Uh, Monday something that yeah, movie what happened is? to Monday, right? Uh, which I recommended this movie a little while ago. Uh, mm-hmm. It's on it's on Netflix if you're in I guess North America. I'm not sure that it is here. I remember that it was not yeah in Portugal at least. Um, I still feel like it's worth even just renting um, mm-hmm. on iTunes if you can get it. Um, and yeah, he did the entire uh, kind of like UI animation work for uh, for that movie uh, and only did, I think, parts of Black Panther. Uh, but it was super cool, right. super interesting. Like, I'm not used to seeing this kind of breakdown and like... Yeah, this mystified it a yeah, little bit. Um, right. it, it always feels like, oh, is these big production companies with like hundreds of people who make the, these things. And he's just like a person. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's been super fun. Yeah, agreed. Um, I would say, just like we mentioned, uh, one of the biggest uh, parts of the whole experience of being at a design conference, you know, it's not only the content, but like the people that we meet. And I just want to give like a huge thank you to everyone that 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 uh, you know approached us and like said hi uh we met a ton of listeners yeah, of this show which is so amazing it will never be it will never feel like natural <laughs> like it's always so special uh i think just for people that listen to our show it's like weird and like uh, special when they see us like in real life mm-hmm. believe us like it's very special when we see people who actually listen yeah. to this like in real life like, i didn't also know special when we see each other in real life. <laughs> right. so anything that happens in real life about this show like it's special because it's not common at all yeah. um and i feel like people don't realize how we are just like you like how you feel basically like every like when i <laughs> I get get a shout out on another show like that I listen to. It's like holy crap, you know, like <laughs> it's it feels incredible, and it's so it feels odd at least to me um, that this is the way that people feel with our show as well. Uh, but we Absolutely. really really appreciate it, and I like it, meeting people who listen to the show is always my favorite thing because they're like people I, I would hang out with have a good time with like they're always like every listener that i've met has been super awesome uh so yeah it's been absolutely do you want to give those special shout outs now instead of the end yeah we should do do it it. we're talking about it cool so i want to start uh with alex frangimore um as soon as i landed like (laughs) sent sent me a dm uh, and we immediately met up uh for coffee and he gave me a tons of recommendations for amsterdam did you have coffee at a coffee shop or a cafe a cafe yes Um. He found like the, the best coffee, uh, the best cafe. There you go, <laughs> in the area, um, for us to go to, and uh, yeah, it was, it was really great. Nice. Uh, really appreciated that. Um, we also met Jonathan Gall, who was uh, volunteering, uh, yes. at the conference. Yes, super nice. Uh, really fun to to meet you, get to talk to you for a bit. And uh, and then we met at, at the first party on the first day. Uh, we met listeners. Uh, oh my god uh, i'm probably gonna mispronounce it i apologize as always it was like uh Ankur and alex um alex trikov uh it was amazing like yeah guys that was that was something like you are amazing it was awesome i, I had a wonderful time like talking to you uh so thank you so much for saying hi <laughs> you made my day you made that night yeah for sure uh and that's probably more people that we can think of yeah, there's there's so many people, and obviously, like these are the people who told us that they listen to the show. <laughs> um, if you, if you if you said hi, and if you like, if if we talked and for and for some reason we forgot to to to, to give you a shout yeah. out, reach out to us on Twitter, and uh, and like it's not on purpose. I I I apologize, but yeah, we'll fix that uh, for sure in post, not in post, uh, next <laughs> not in post. <laughs> We'll and then we also met up with a bunch of other friends that some listen to the show, some don't, uh, but like people from the internet, uh, friends like, like, uh, Tim Van Dam, who's been on the show. Um, uh, our friend like Ryan McLeod, the yeah, uh, creator of Black Box. He's also been on the show. Surprised. He's also been on the show. Surprised us. Yeah. Like I, I thought, so I had, he's living in Amsterdam. He moved here for a couple months ago and, uh, I had, I had reached out saying, Hey, I'm going to be in Amsterdam. Like, can we meet up? And I think he said, like, oh, he's not going to be around for some mm-hmm. reason. I thought he was 
we thought it was going to be in the U.S. by this time. But so I wasn't expecting to see him, and I did. He like surprised us, and uh, we we hang out. It was great. So thanks, Ryan. High five. I don't know if you listen to the show. Yeah, that that's um, been awesome. And uh, yeah, and, and then I met I met a bunch of people like from the the Twitters, and I finally met an IRL. Uh, I met Stammy, and I don't want to name it all. Like pretty much everyone at the conference. <laughs> I feel like Stammy's <laughs> shorter than he looked like on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, who said someone made like that joke? Like everyone is shorter than your Twitter avatar. Somehow, <laughs> <laughs> or taller. I think she's that taller. Actually, I think it was Mina at the conference. Um, probably. Uh, anyway, uh, I met a bunch of uh, people from Dropbox. Actually, you had dinner last night. Um, it's it just it's just like a, a good time. And uh, it's wonderful to meet people from the internet IRL. Yeah. I even met some friends from Montreal <laughs> who <laughs> happened to be in town. Um, so, yeah, it's been it's been really fun. Uh, yeah. Thanks to, like, all the people that we met. Like, you, I, at least for me, like, you really made this trip special. Absolutely. So, and honestly, honestly, if so, they let they let it slip at the at the very end of the, like, closing statements mm-hmm. at the conference. Like, and we'll see you next year. Now, after that, I talked to to Kuhn from Framer. Uh, I said, like, hey, I I I picked up that uh, she said see you next year. Is that confirmed? And he's like, yeah, why not? So, exclusive, exclusive. Layout news. Framer Loop 19 is going to happen next year, maybe. Who knows? Um, if so, I strongly recommend you try to come, even if for some reason, and I totally understand, I've been there, like your company is not going to pay you like 500 bucks or whatever it is, the, the ticket to come down here. Uh, just try to come down here anyway. Like, honestly, if I didn't yeah. have a chance to go to, to, you know, see, watch the talks, I would still have a great time and I would still come, honestly. Yeah. And I, I think I'm going to do that. Like, if this is going to be an annual thing, if they're going to do this every year, I, I can't see why i won't be here next year so i'll see you all next year Kevin. cool that's awesome <laughs> cool anything else on the framer thing also framer x came out officially yeah we had so, a chance okay, to talk so about that's it. one thing we haven't really talked about is mm-hmm. they launched framer x and did the conference on the same week crazy i just don't understand how they're able to do all crazy. of that uh, and they, they still see it, like, everyone seemed like they had a good night's sleep, like, they were, like, <laughs> you know, relaxed. It's the Dutch, man. Uh, yeah. The Dutch, they, it's something on their jeans. They just their jeans? ship fast. Do you think, do you think they, they wear Levi's? <laughs> is that, is that the secret? <laughs> yeah. It's all on well, their jeans. Startup jeans. Um, <laughs> so many show titles. Anyway, uh, yeah, you're right. And also, so there's a bunch of, like, design news going on. Also, sketch uh showed up their new beta beta yeah which i don't know when it's i i assume they they're planning to release it when mojave uh comes out because one of the features of this new version i think it's version what 53 52 52 mm-hmm. uh one of the the flagship you know features is a uh, dark mode of course but there's a lot like there's some ui redesign tweaks and all that so uh, here's what i propose we talk about all the tools like that that's been a topic that some of you listeners have been uh, asking us to to talk about, which is effective. Here's what I think people want: they want us to like review every single right. design tool that's out there and give our like our opinions on every single thing. Uh, and that means Sketch, Framer, Figma, uh, Envision Studio, um, Adobe XD. Sorry, that's like a while. I'm, okay, <laughs> the, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna not. say this now. I'm not using XD. No, yeah, so absolutely. <laughs> and, like I know that's that's what people Apologies, want. If you work at Adobe, I love you. <laughs> but I cannot deal with the Adobe Updater on my computer. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just give me a, a, a one-time install that I can drag to the trash once I've done. <laughs> I don't want to keep the app around, and I'll use it. But, but that, then, that's okay. part of the review, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those are, it's that type of thing. People want us to like, all right, so uh, Rafa and Kevin, you use all these tools extensively for months and give us an opinion, like a fair comparison. Mm-hmm. Here's something that I can say to everyone right now. Uh, I'm not going to do that. Um, here's what I can also say to you. I can try and I can experiment and play with uh, a lot of these. I personally have. Like, uh, I think I've talked about it. Like, I've been playing with Framer. I've been uh, playing with Figma more and more seriously. And I've been a long-time Sketch user, right? So I love, I love, I love all these tools. Uh, what I can 
promise is that one show next week or some you know sometime uh i would like to for us to just talk about like our opinions on it so we have opinions at adobe xc even though we never use it so <laughs> is it going to be like impartial opinion no and that's not why you listen to the show you're not looking for impartial opinions and fair opinions. you're looking for our uh opinions our thoughts uh our personal you know take on stuff i hope so that's something that i want to talk about but that's not going to happen today <laughs> um like spoilers i guess of a future stay tuned yeah is, yeah. That, is this a trailer yeah <laughs> <laughs> in a world well, uh, should uh, you should bring back that uh that music from the framer video <laughs> yes <laughs> oh i have this idea okay rafa we need to make this happen okay we need to do a trailer yeah. for the next episode of layout and ask the Framer guys to do a reaction video to our trailer. <laughs> See, okay, can we talk about that for like we for should. five minutes? Yeah, we should. The reaction videos that I do sometimes for Framer and others, right? It's not exclusive to mm-hmm. Framer. Abstract, I do. Uh, anyway, I do. Sometimes I do silly videos on Twitter. Uh, uh, this, I call it the Rafa viral video technique. <laughs> trademark thing. Uh, I. This was the first time, so when Framer released Framer 10 uh, last week, or whatever it was, um, they tweeted me like, all right, so now we're waiting for your video. Come Mm -hmm. on. And that was the first time someone requested a video. So I felt pressure to do it. I still did it. (laughs) (laughs) There's a video. It's not my best work. But uh, anyway, but like the, the funny thing is like most people recognize me from the videos. Yeah. I gotta so say, so many people came to you because of that. I gotta say, I don't know how I feel about that. Mm. I am flattered that people recognize me from anything right. <laughs> ever. <laughs> like, I effectively, I do like, I do th- th- four things. Let's say four things, right? Right. I do Netlify, that's like my work, my day to day work as a designer. I do this podcast. I. You know, let's put everything in the last bucket. And do, like, uh, funny videos and uh, funny tweets and, like, uh, stuff on the internet. I'm more recognized by the latter. Like, the funny, the funny, silly thing. And not my skills as a designer or my skills as a podcaster. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> I think it's just what comes to people's minds first. Because it's, you know, it's way easier for someone to see your tweet get retweeted right. than to actually use your work and see why it's so good, you know? And, and I don't want to sound, think, like, ungrateful. And I, think, and I still think you, you get, like, a fair amount of that, like, people who use and love Netlify. Um, but, yeah, it has been really interesting. Like, you're... Like, oh, you're that clown. You're, you're, yeah, you're like, the funny video guy. Like, that is your, your title from now on. Um, anyway, so if you don't see any video, funny video in the near future, you know why. I am I'm technically nah, not gonna happen. So you know what you have to do? You have to tell Rafa, mm. don't do a video, and then he will make one. Because if, if you tell him works. to make one, then he won't. <laughs> that's probably how it works. Uh I actually replied to Yorn to that tweet saying like, Yorn, that's not how my art works. <laughs> 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 uh but apparently it was because I did it anyways. Anyway, uh, how long are we doing this for? Uh, 40 minutes-ish. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about? Because I have a couple of things, but it, it's they're probably going to be like the, the the what do we call it, the upside down uh, segment uh, part of the show. I'm trying to think. I watched Solo. Finally. Mm-hmm. About time. I So I, I didn't tell you because I didn't want to spoil mm-hmm. this discussion. That's good. Oh, but, that's one thing that's been happening a lot. Like, because we, we've been it's hanging out, and every time we talk about something, we're like, oh, we should save this for the show. <laughs> so it's been really hard to have conversations I know. Uh, without recording them. <laughs> but, like, before we started recording, uh, I, I, te- I was texting uh, Deborah, and I said, like, oh, I'm going to record a layout now. And, and she texted back saying, please, uh, please, please trash solo. What? Because we watched it together. Um, we hated it. What? And at the end, I was like, "This movie is so bad." And like, and I was like, "Wait a minute, no, I thought, I, yeah, I think Kevin said this was one of his favorite Star Wars movies." Whoa, 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 whoa! 
let's not get carried away here. You didn't? No, this is ah, not one okay. of my favorite Star Wars movies. Okay. Calm okay. down. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> but you liked it. My okay. My best. The, my favorite Star Wars movies are the original trilogy. Okay. Then I'd say it would be the Force Awakens, mm-hmm. and then it's this movie. So this is. So it's this like is above the, Rogue One. This is like the fifth movie. <laughs> so it's like it's like Solo. Then like the ones left are like Rogue One, The Last Jedi, and the prequels. Yes. Okay. No, I can't even. Like, I I prefer way more like Rogue One over this one. Really? Absolutely. How? So okay. You know what? You know what? Hey, folks. Stephen, can we add like a spoiler horn thing? Thank you. Steven is our fictional editor. Uh, there's no one here. Um, <laughs> um, so, spoilers. Like, if you haven't watched Solo, skip this chapter. There's a chapter in your podcast app. I mean, honestly, if you haven't watched Solo by now, like, just listen, listen to the conversation anyways, and like, you probably don't care. <laughs> I Honestly, I don't want to spend too much time on this because I, uh, I don't think this movie deserves it. Ooh, shade. Uh, but, like... Uh, this movie uh, had some uh, problems uh, in production. Like it changed directors. Um, it it like had to Rogue do some. One, by the way, uh, sure. Uh, they had to do. They had to win, go back to for for some reshoots. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was one. a bit problematic. <laughs> yeah, uh, Rogue One is same. Like uh, Rogue One, famously the trailer. Yeah. Like has it's a different movie yeah, exactly. than the final movie. But anyway, like I could see all that in the final product. In the final movie. I, like, nothing made sense. Like, it was like, it was, the movie felt like there are three mini stories that we're not even going to bother to, like, tie in together very well. Like, the initial thing, there's this gang, I forget all the characters' names, by the way. It was like Woody Arson, or was what's his name? Woody thing? Yeah. I've, he, I have watched it a really long time ago. Okay. Now, so, I, so, like, there's this party of heroes but they're like thieves and like whatever. Uh, it's like Woody. There's the guy. There's the like CGI uh, guy, right? There's like an animal, or whatever. Am I remembering this correctly? Or the robot? Is it a robot? Maybe it's a robot. Anyway, and there's Maeve, right? Maeve is the love interest of uh, Woody, and and like this is the gang. And then like I would say twenty minutes in, they all die. Yeah. And immediately after yeah that was a, a super dumb like what was the the idea here? But like, the character. Woody's character, mm. he never mentioned him ever again. He wasn't sad. He didn't cry. He like, not, it's like nothing ever had happened. And then later he was like, he was talking to Solo. That's why you never trust anyone. I was like, wait, wait, wait a minute. 40 minutes ago, you trusted your party. You have great friends. Like, like nothing made sense. Like there was no emotional, um, aspect to any of these characters like they didn't feel anything for anyone like the fact that they never mentioned his love interest he didn't look sad like he just moved on it was right. so but, weird but part of me feels so like weird. that's that's who they want him to be that no, he doesn't no. like all he cares about is that is that money and he will betray anyone to do that no because he was super sad when she died well he was like sad for five seconds and, and yes I'm not saying anyway. look, I'm not saying this is a perfect movie, but what I what I'm saying is that this is a fun movie and the characters that we do care about, like Han Solo, like Chewie, like um who else? Uh Donald Glover. <laughs> Which by the way, how awesome was he? You have to He's admit boss. he was awesome. He's boss. Yeah. Right. Uh and I honestly I, I was like, I want a movie with just him. Like <laughs> it was so great. Um so, but I think overall, for me, for the characters that I cared about, like the main characters, they did have an emotional arc. They did change and evolve. And we can argue whether or not that connects back to the actual Han Solo character, because <laughs> uh, I think there are some some differences where you're like that. It seems like they don't match up perfectly, even though they really tried their best. That like every mm-hmm. chance they could get, they they could plug something in from one of the past star wars movies mm-hmm. um but i i felt like overall i had an enjoyable movie who uh, had like followed like a consistent story from beginning to end 
which in my opinion is like not something you can say about Rogue One. <laughs> it's just like, who are these people? Like, we don't care about them. Uh, like, we don't. I, it didn't even care about the main character of Rogue One. Right. So I'll I'll admit that as movie maker and whatever your role is, it's really hard to to make these prequel mm-hmm. type of movies right. where you know. You kind of there's know no surprise in, yeah you know where these characters are going to end yeah. up um and so i understand it's tricky and especially you know, with with such characters like han and chewie right like mm-hmm. people adore them like yeah. whatever you do is going to be risky because because these diehard fans can just not take it very well mm-hmm. guess what i didn't take some things very well like <laughs> it's okay like i understand whatever it's a movie but han solo shot first Hensha- all right, I like that. I like that. Here, all right, here's the that, two that things I didn't like that I can't even remember. Honestly, I had su- such strong opinions when I finished the movie, and like now I don't even remember. But I didn't like that Chewie was like this monster in a cage and whatever. Like how they met, it was like weird. Okay, and now you're gonna stay together forever. Like it didn't feel like a very. It didn't, I I didn't I don't know I didn't like how they met. Uh, and honestly, I didn't even I didn't envision a way. I didn't, I don't I don't know. I just wasn't a fan. But my the biggest offender here mm-hmm. that I like I will never forgive them. Honestly, it's so dumb. It's that Solo, the name Solo, <laughs> is because at the border registration thing, yeah. he was alone, and the the person was like Han Han. What are you Solo? <laughs> solo, and he's like yes, and that's why Han is Han Solo, and you're just gonna take that as your last name, and you're gonna name your son like Ben Solo. Yes. You're solo forever. I started a dynasty. Like, how dumb is that shit? Like, you can't do that. Yeah, I, I think. <laughs> oh my god! I think these were. Who like, thought that was some, a good some idea? Of the places. Well, <laughs> like, this is just, like one of the places where I felt like, okay, we get it, but you're trying too hard. Uh, but for me, it's like it's really like you can pick away at so many little details, but the big picture ends up being a better movie in my opinion and like if you compare solo with rogue one rogue one tried to set the bar way higher like they tried to do something that was a movie that was way more complicated and in my opinion completely failed at it and i feel like this solo movie was taking the stakes way down like aiming way lower but kind of achieving that that the lower stake uh and that's why for me overall that was just like it was it was not the movie of the year, you know, but mm-hmm. it was a good, fun movie that it just you watch for an hour and a half, and then you completely forget about it, and you move on with your life. I can see your point. Let me add something. Yeah, like comparing this to Rogue One, yeah. uh, which I wasn't even thinking of comparing it, but it's it's a fair comparison because like these are the only two off the main trilogy storyline mm-hmm. saga, the the Skywalker saga, yeah. saga whatever. But like on Rogue One, I feel like the characters didn't matter because we were all gonna die. Spoilers. Um, what did matter was the plot. Like that was a very important plot device for the whole trilogy going forward. Meaning they had to get the plans and all. Like the plot is what matters. The characters they had to live in that movie, but they're not gonna live on literally. But I feel like the plot didn't even matter because we know they're getting the plans. No, we and do, it but like, it matters but it for the lore. Story with how they got the plan. I but found. the 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 plot is what lives on. The plot is what is is how that movie fits together with all of the other Star Wars like lore. In Solo, the plot didn't matter really. Like whatever happened, it didn't matter. What mattered was the characters. The characters are what gonna they're they're right. what's gonna live on right. in other movies. Right. Right, so the plot doesn't need to be as high stakes as you mentioned. Doesn't need mm-hmm. to be, you know, save the universe or whatever. Mm-hmm. What matter was character development right. and like making us, uh, like learn a bit more and uh, get to know better these characters mm-hmm. and get more insights. Um, but that is where I feel like it kind of failed. Like those were not good character development. Like th- those were not good characters. Uh, the plot. I'm not even touch the plot. The, uh, the plot was silly. Like, I don't even remember what happened. It didn't matter. The plot didn't matter. Like I could see that Emilia Clark, uh, Khaleesi, mm-hmm. she was a bad. She was one of the bad guys. Like from from the first scene, like there was no. At least for me, like the all right, the one big uh, plot twist and surprise was seeing Darth, Darth Maul, Maul. Yeah. at the end. Which, by the way, 
I watched with subtitles captions. Oh no. Uh and so captions. The first line of Maul, he's like he's like uh, facing uh, he's not facing the camera, so you only mm. see like a robed figure. But in the caption is like Maul, you know, comma, something, something, something. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> That's not small. Uh... But anyway, but that was interesting. So uh yeah. Also they did set us up for a sequel. Which I don't, I don't know, know if there's going to be one. I don't know how much time there is between this movie and the next one. But like, but now Maul was a character that was literally dead, and there was no mention. I mean, no, actually, he he's in he plays a big role in uh, Rebels or one of the cartoon ones, which it's canon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know there's something there. But like now, I want to know more about Maul. What's his role? What's he going to do? What's his plan? Like, right. Well, wait a minute. This is before. Wait, where does this movie fit in? To the the other movies in relation to the other movies, this is this is no this is this after is the prequels. After the prequels, it's gotta be because Solo is right, not that That's true. younger. That's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hmm. So like, so this was like <gasps> Mole is alive, right? And not a prequel to that. Yeah. So now I want to see more. Yeah, good question. I want to see Mole. Um, yeah, I don't know that Darth Maul was like a character that they used to his full potential. Um, so No, I think I think Darth Maul was supposed to be like a one-off bad guy that gets killed at the end, but the fans loved it. Like, Darth Maul is one of the best things of the yeah, prequels. he's awesome. Like, <laughs> he's great. Yeah, so I would be, I would be up for having more of him um, right. if they actually give him, like, more, like, more depth as a character than he did. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I I still I feel like you're being a bit harsh on the characters. I think it did add in some additional kind of information and like it kind of gives us it gives all of us a chance to have more time with one of my favorite characters of all time, which is Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Um even though it's not like the real Han Solo, uh but, <laughs> right. but I still th- thought that the actor th- did a fair job at it. That it was like okay. Uh, the Millennium Falcon, like the first, the first shot of the Falcon, you're like, wait a minute, but that Falcon looks different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like they have to like drop this thing at one point, and then it becomes like more what the Millennium Falcon it gets actually beat is. Up. And it's like, ah, okay, you like see these like building blocks mm-hmm. getting up to what we know and love. Um, so yeah, I I get all your complaints, and I, like I'm. I'm not trying to say that this was like the best movie of okay. like the universe. I just think that for for me, like if you ask me, hey, do you want to rewatch Solo or you want to rewatch Rogue One? I'm gonna pick Solo for sure. Like this is just a mo- much more enjoyable movie. Uh, I'll always pick Rogue One for that one Darth Vader scene <laughs> at the end. Yeah, that's true. That that <laughs> one scene made this entire movie. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to the next Star Wars movie. Uh, uh episode eight. yeah i believe it'll be nine. next year eight nine whatever yeah so there's a bigger gap um this year oh really yeah so it's right. not gonna be around christmas time this year it's gonna be so there's the no one. star wars movie no star this wars christmas movie. oh it's gonna no, be because these last two were pretty like close to one yeah another. they're like just a couple months apart yeah right um so no Star Wars this year, uh, but maybe that will bring back the excitement for her for next year uh, to not <laughs> have, build up the hype. Yeah, not have one every year. Uh, that that might be like too fast of a pace. Mm-hmm. Um, a few things I've been thinking about is like this is going to be the last time that we see Ray, Finn, all these yeah, characters. Yeah, we we I think we talked yeah, about that's this kind briefly. of crazy. Um, yeah. I'm ho- really hoping that J.J. Abrams is going to give them like a satisfactory ending. Uh, we'll I think see. there's one person that's gonna make that like effectively is it's JJ. Mm-hmm. He started it, he finishes it. Yeah, like, I think. It's... But then what worries me is the next trilogy is Ryan Johnson. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm, and I'm not looking it's forward fine. to that. It's a good like uh, stop point. Like mm-hmm. take a break now. Whatever's coming next yeah. is gonna be different. Like any. You... Yeah, and maybe he can do a better job if he sets out the story from the beginning. Right. Who knows? Anyway, all right. Uh, we should uh, move on. I know this is. Yeah, this is recommendations. Cool. This is an informal special show, but we have to end it anyways, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to start since I, I can see here from the show notes that you have two recommendations? Sure. Yeah. Um, so the first one is Highlight. 
Halid? 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 Have we settled on a pronunciation? No. I'm just gonna go Halid. Everyone knows what we're talking hey, about, though. <laughs> hey, Lied. What's up? Hey, Lied. How's it going? Um, yeah, so they just released a new version. Um, Halide, uh 1.9. Um, and it includes a lot of really cool features. Um, so it has the new uh, sort of portrait matte feature that's in the new iPhones. Soft. Ten. Matte. Yeah. The new iPhones 10S and... Halide. Uh, Halide, that's how Max says it. Thanks. Uh, yeah, so it includes a lot of the the portrait matting, portrait matte feature um, that's in the new iPhones, uh, and it makes it available on the iPhone 10. So this is pretty cool for me, which I didn't upgrade my phone this year. Um, I've tried it, and it's it's really pretty good. Um, they also, I I feel like they've done a really good job with the Siri uh shortcut uh section of the app uh it looks amazing uh they've also have like a new kind of technical readout screen that features one of the most glorious uh <laughs> skeuomorphic icon mm-hmm. uh or illustration uh it's like i feel like we haven't seen these in so long that it it feels kind of nice to see some of these mm-hmm. things again um yeah and if there's one person i would trust with this would be Seb. yeah uh, also uh, easter egg like i can spot like people from the marketing shots like <laughs> here's the erika as a the subject she's a Seb's girlfriend uh it's nice but yeah that's her oh, nice <laughs> um and one thing i wanted to mention is their promo images look incredible they really do and i'm i'd love to like read something about how they created them uh but the lighting is just so on point and feels on par with what something that you'd see on apple.com absolutely um so yeah i don't know how they make these but doesn't have a series shortcuts um so one of the examples that i use is that uh you can you can just use siri to uh, take a picture so you can say like uh, you know, you can you can create your custom uh, prompt. You can say whatever you mm-hmm. want, but you can you can ask like, "Hey, Dingus, uh, take a picture with Halide or whatever." It's going to open the app and you know, focus, autofocus and take a picture. So you don't even you can use like a hands free type of thing. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the great recommendation. I, I would say if if you if you're listening to this and you still haven't if you have an iPhone and you haven't downloaded this app, like you don't even have to upgrade to the tennis like. This is a good upgrade of what kind of pictures you can get, right? Uh, just from the from the stock. If you're coming from the stock camera app, like, and if you're uh, just even just partially serious about photography, like I don't consider myself like really into photography. I don't know half of the stuff that this thing can do, but um, like I really appreciate all the control and 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 the things that uh, they're doing. So uh, just get the app and you won't be disappointed. Cool. Do you want to go for your recommendation? Yeah, I'll do mine now. Uh, I'm recommending a show. Uh, it's it's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original, and it's called Ozark. And um, uh, I watched this show because it was like I was in the market for a new show. <laughs> like we 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 had what I think we just finished the Good Life. Um, no, the Good Place. Sorry, I'm gonna Stephen. Uh, I just, we just finished uh, the Good Place, and we had like a vacant spot for a show to watch. And uh, a season two of Ozark had just come out, uh, and we were like, "Oh, if a Netflix show got a got season two, season two, right. it means that it means that season one was okay, <laughs> you know, it was a good one." Because uh, Netflix nowadays, like they they produce a lot of stuff, mm. but not everything sticks, yeah. right? So so anyway, it's it's um it's a show uh is produced, directed, and acted by Jason Bateman. I don't know if you know Jason Bateman. Mm-hmm. He's pretty, pretty famous uh, yeah. actor. Uh, I think he, this is his directorial debut. Maybe not. At least in in TV for sure. Um, and like I, I adore this actor. Like he's really, really good um, at this particular type of character. By the way, I, I, I feel like there's got to be an internet conspiracy theory that every single Jason Bateman character is the same person. <laughs> uh, you know how like there's one of the like some of those theories um and this is a show like i don't want to spoil too much uh, honestly it's it's like a 
it's like a serious uh, drama thing. Uh, it just Kevin, we mentioned early, uh, we talked about this. Like, it, it, you can pick up some some Breaking Bad vibes, but effectively, like, it deals with like the mafia and like money laundering, and it's like it's a very tense. Can you talk a little bit about the premise of this show? Uh, okay. I don't think it's spoilers. So, like, okay, so. Uh, see episode one, like the premise, what sets up the plot, and this is all happens in season in episode one. It's like Jason Bateman. Uh, you find out that this person works for like the drug cartel, a uh, Mexican drug cartel, mm-hmm. and uh, the Mexican drug cartel is like, you screwed up. I'm gonna kill everyone because I figured out uh, you are stealing money from me, right? In an act of desperation, Jason Bateman is like, uh, he's like an accountant, like he moves money and okay. he was laundering money. And so as, like, act of desperation, Jason Bateman is like, oh, wait, 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 but I know this one place in where, like, if we move there, it's, like, untapped, undiscovered place called the Ozarks, which is a thing in Florida, somewhere in the East Coast in the U.S., like, a, like a, there's a big lake, apparently. Hmm, okay. It's like a, like a, yeah, anyway. And he's like, well, if you move here, uh, I can, like, make millions uh, laundering money because, like, this, you know, there's, like, a g- big opportunity there. He's like, well, okay, you have like 30 days or whatever to move like laundry to clean millions and whatever. And effectively, like, he didn't, doesn't really have a plan, but so there's this tension of like, yeah. we have to make this happen. Yeah. Otherwise, the drug cartel, like, they're going to kill us. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so they have to move his whole family there. And like, the whole family is in it. And it's like, it's a very tense. And there's a lot of new characters coming. And it's a very, um, it's, it's, it's a clever show. Okay. And I like that. Right? Like, oof, yes, that's smart. Oof. I uh-huh. and, and Marty Bird, that's the character that Jason Bateman plays, he is very, like, logical. Like, he, need, he needs things to make sense. So if you're, coming, if, you're, if you're speaking from a place of, like, a raw emotion, he's like, okay, but no. Like, that doesn't make sense. I know that you want it, but no, I need hard facts. I need logic. Mm-hmm. I need this to make sense. That's how I operate. Okay. I relate a lot to that, honestly. Right, yeah. And so, like, I... I, it's scary how much I relate to this character. He's a criminal, <laughs> you know. Like, am I a sociopath? Right. Uh, like, right. am I going to be a criminal? Um, anyway, it's it's a great show. I recommend it. And the, the, there's two seasons available. Right. I'll try to download a few episodes for the plane. Yeah, you should. It, it should pretty good. The uh, the episodes are long. It's like an hour cool. each. All right. So, what's your other recommendation? Sweet. So, my second recommendation is this app called uh docky have you heard of this before no but i'm looking at the thing um yeah so basically it's uh this app that uh lets you change certain preferences for your dock that are not available um kind of in the standard settings um so you can uh change the animation delay and the animation speed of your dock um and there's there's like um Apple like pref stuff that you can do like in right, your terminal some, right, to right. change that, but this is like kind of a nicer UI around it. And if you don't feel comfortable using the terminal, um, I think this is a really good app to be able to sort of use that. Um, and I like cannot recommend enough. Like if you want to try hiding your dock, which I personally do, um, especially on a laptop, like that's huge saver of space. Yeah, totally um, reduce that delay that delay by default is just so slow it's unbelievable i gotta admit oh i know the maker of this i know igor <laughs> nice um uh yeah so i gotta admit so my my doc preferences are uh it's centered i know uh but it's hidden so it doesn't it doesn't matter where it is really yeah because uh, it's not taking up space um but every time i set up a new machine i need to change that that uh animation speed and the delay and I Google it, and every time I have to go back to your blog post, <laughs> yeah. your article. That's like my go. Every time nice. I have a new machine, I have to go to the, your article, yeah. find it again. Uh, if people listening to this, you don't know, like Kevin, you posted like a while back, yeah. like three years maybe. Yeah, when I had this problem for the very first time, and I uh, I researched it, and then I created a blog post about it. Um, and I also, this is also the first time, I do, the first thing I do do every time I get a new machine. Yeah. is google for that blog post again and then copy paste it <laughs> yep um but this is a n- nice like slightly better way to do it um for people that are not comfortable with again using the terminal and like 
who knows, right? Like maybe that command is going to stop working at some point, And I would assume that the app could then just update um, to the right, right thing. And you can kind of preview a bunch of different uh, settings really easily. So uh, I wish they yeah. added off. Honestly, I'm going to ask Igor if we can make this like a feature request. I wish you could um, tweak. It's like a advanced pref thing, but you can, you can tweak the uh, the speed. Like mm-hmm. apparently they, they offer like fast default or slow. I wish you could like manually tweak the the values for that. Anyway, great recommendation. I didn't know about this. I like it. Cool. By the way, I just I just noticed looking at your laptop here that uh, you have. Uh, what do they call it? like on the dock when you open a folder? It's like the fan view or whatever it's called. Nope. Nope. You don't like that. That. What do you do? Don't do that. What's yours? What's your thing? List. Of course, the only true. That that's not. Uh, <laughs> anyway, this is great content for people who can't see what we're talking about. <laughs> anyway, all right, that's it for this show. I'm a fan of fans. <laughs> Think. Uh, that's it for this show. We've been recording for an hour, more than an hour now. Um, this is awesome. I wish you could record like this every single week, uh, but that's not how life works. But so, thanks for, for so much for listening. You, if you want to get in touch with us, if you want to let us know that yes, we did meet, and you forgot to give me a shout out, uh, you can tweet at us. We are at Layout FM. I am at Rafa Hari. Kevin is at Vernal Kick. You can, you can also reach out to us on Mastodon. Uh, uh, I am at Rafa at Mastodon.design Kevin is at Kevin at Mastodon.design If you want to get on that Mastodon.design thing I am now officially running it So you can uh, ask me uh, Me or Kevin or honestly anyone In the instance if you want an invite um, For an invitation to get on that Just get in, just reach out to us We'll, we'll give you one uh, Shout outs we already did that And uh, if you want to find the show notes for this show or if you want to find out find out how we can sponsor this show, that's the thing you can also do. Um, visit our website, um, layout.fm. And lastly, uh, this show is part of Spec FM Network. So if you want to listen to more shows, just go to spec.fm uh, to know more about them, I guess. There's a lot of good shows. I recommend Design Details. That's a good show. You really saved that. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. We'll see you next week. I'll see, well, I'll see you. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll hear, hear you, you next. <laughs> I'll hear you next week.